Hey, what's going on, Trifle Once family? This is Pastor G. And the motto, Lifting as We Climb, was used by the National Association for Colored Women. And what it basically meant is that if those who are doing all right would just take the time to lift up those who weren't doing so good, well, then we would all be in a better place. And I think that that's a message that we need to hold on to because so many times we're really focused on what's going on with us. What are we dealing with on a daily basis? What are we struggling with? What is it that's our challenge? And yet there are so many other people around us who are also hurting. And so if we were to come together, if we were to work together, then lifting as we climb, we would all be in a better place. And so today we're going to take a look at Romans chapter 12, verses 9 through 12. And we're going to talk about the topic, Lifting as we climb. Coming up next on the Trifle Ones. I'm going to take a look at the book of Romans, chapter 12, verses 9 through 12, and I'm going to read from the NIV version. And it says, Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Well, Book of Romans is a letter that's written by Paul, and we know that it's the longest letter that he's written, and it's often considered what we would call the most theologically significant one. And the reason why we say that is because it deals with some heavy topics, y'all. It deals with the depravity of sin, meaning how bad sin is and the punishment that goes along with that. Uh, Romans 3.23, we find out that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and when we get to chapter 12, it talks about the need to be what we call a living sacrifice. You can't do everything that you want to do. You can't live how you always want to live, not only because you'll deal with your own consequences, but because there are folks who are watching you. There are folks who, who need you to be on point. And so when we talk about lifting as we climb, there are three things we're going to talk about today. And the first is we must have sincerity in love. We must have sincerity in love. Verse 9 says, love must be sincere. Hate what is evil and cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. So when we talk about sincerity and love, we're talking about having a bona fide, genuine, honest love for mankind here. What is a sincere love? What would, you, what would you call a sincere love? Well, it's the type of love that an elderly woman knows that a young man will offer to carry a heavy bag that she may be uh, carrying at the time. Or it may be where a single mother has two young children and somebody comes alongside of her with an umbrella because it's pouring outside to make sure that she's not soaked. That kind of love is the kind of love where somebody looks at a young man who has tats and, and locks or dreads, and they get a hearty good morning, young man, along with a smile. 
See, we know that we love mama and grandmama and, and godmama and auntie them and, and dad and unk and coach. We know we love our spouses and our crushes, our boos and our bays. But do we hold an honest, genuine love for mankind? We must have sincerity in love. That's how we lift as we climb. True love allows us to make the changes that we need to make because we care more about the people who are around us than ourselves. See, there are some adjustments that need to be made for humanity. For example, that coworker that has a funky attitude needs to see the love in us. That person behind the counter who's popping their gum and popping their neck all at the same time at your favorite store needs to see the love in us. Verse number 10 says, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. So is there something that we really, 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 like really like? That could be a stumbling block for somebody else. Something we've got to give up, that we've got to sacrifice for somebody else. Maybe it's the places that we frequent. Maybe it's a beverage that we consume. Maybe it's the company that we keep. Maybe it's the weed that we smoke. Maybe it's the status that we post. Maybe it's the adultery that we're committing or possibly the fornication that we're involved in. We got to have sincerity and love because those things can confuse somebody else. But then our second point is we must be steadfast in our labor. We must be steadfast in our labor. Verse number 11 says, never be lacking in zeal. But keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. We're talking about work and form. If we always felt enthusiastic about the work, then Paul wouldn't need to give us these instructions. He wouldn't need to encourage us. He wouldn't need to tell us to be steadfast in our labor. And Paul isn't assuming that we're lazy. That, that's not what's happening here. Paul knows that life happens. As I often say, Paul knows that life be lifing at times. And so we know that there are things that we need to do to lift as we climb. But guess what? We got that promotion and there's an increased workload on the job. Or we've got a young person at the house. We've, we've got a kid at home who has lost their doggone minds. And it's taken all our energy and time just to keep them on track. We're taking these classes and we're working at the same time. We're, we're doing the work study and we're taking classes, a full load. And it just doesn't seem like we've got time. We're taking care of an elderly parent who has dementia and it's draining. And, and where are we going to find the time? We've got basketball practice and gymnastics and Jack and Jill and homework. Life happens, but we must be steadfast in our labor. We got to push through to continue to work because somebody still needs us. Somebody is still relying upon us. Somebody, if we're not in place, if we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing in God, that person is going to miss out. And so we must have sincerity and love. We must be steadfast in our labor. And then our final point is this, we must be spiritual in our lifestyle. We must be spiritual 
in our lifestyle. Verse number 12 says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Well, that's hard to do when it seems like you've been investing your time and money into your community and, and it doesn't look like things are getting any better. It, it's hard to do when you sacrifice for a child, whether they be biological or step or half or adopted, and you don't see things getting any better. It's hard when you have sincere love for a spouse or a neighbor and they still stay on the same path. It, it's tough when you mentor somebody and you teach them everything that you know and they still end up being incarcerated. But Paul says something. He says, be joyful in hope. <laughs> Saying you still got to look to God and, and know that things are going to be all right. And this says, be patient in affliction or distress. You still got to be patient when things don't look so good. And then it says, and faithful in prayer. These three things mean that we got to be spiritual. We can't respond to this stuff according to how we feel or what we see. It requires us to be spiritual in our lifestyle. Because again, if we don't, then life is going to get the best of us. We're going to handle things probably not in the best way. You want to make an impact. You want to lift as you climb. Then you got to love sincerely or genuinely. You got to labor steadfastly. You got to work all the time to be able to lift people up. And you got to live spiritually so you have the strength to fight the good fight. Heavenly Father, we come before you today to ask you to allow us to lift as we climb. We're asking, Heavenly Father, that everything that you've placed within our hands, every gift that you've given us, every resource that you've placed under our authority, that we use that to be able to help others somehow, some way. Maybe it's just knowledge, so we teach somebody a particular skill. Maybe it's because we, we, we made an, a little bit of extra food to give to somebody. But Lord, we're asking right now that you would help us to always think beyond our own needs. Help us to focus on the fact that you've created us to be a part of a community. Help us to do our part within this community. Heavenly Father, we know that the enemy is going to attack us and he's going to do everything he can to try to stop us, allow us to remain spiritual in our lifestyle so we have everything that we need to fight him off. Lord, I pray that when we're tired and when we're upset and when we feel completely drained, that you give us what we need to be to be steadfast in our labor, to continue to push on to work. Lord, I ask that you would help us to love those who may even seem to be unlovable. They need somebody to still believe in them. They need somebody to still be able to look at them and see that they're human in spite of decisions made and sins committed. Heavenly Father, we finally ask that you would continue to love us and forgive us because we too need forgiveness and love. Wipe us clean. Send us back out into this cold, cruel world so that we can indeed lift as we climb.
all of this, we ask in your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ's name we pray, and all of the trifling ones said, Amen. Thank you.